0: Hola, yo soy José Sandoval y estás escuchando Puck Portland Podcast.
1: been getting out to photograph a lot, too. Yeah, I saw that you've been down at, the, um, at PIR for the moto races, yeah. too, man. What's that about? That was
0: fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been wanting, I mean, you know, I live close enough to PIR that I can hear them in the morning, and I've been living there long enough that, that we were just like, you know what, let's just go. You know, it's like, if it's whatever they charge, let's go check it out. And uh, we went, and I was like, I'm going to take my camera. Just to see, you know, I don't know how how close I can get or whatever, but uh, we'll just I'll take it and see what happens. And I was able to like kind of roam and like kind of like a cross, you know, where you can right. go underneath tents and like meet people and yeah, say, you have that no hey. camera on you, you look proud. Yeah, like, oh, <laughs> the guy that does
1: the cross races.
0: Yeah, well, it's cool because people are really receptive. You know, if you've got a real camera, if you got a cell phone. don't really dig on that but if you come up to them and you and they see that you got some semi decent gear they're like you know they'll let you take your their picture and stuff and most of them not not everybody but uh you know most of them uh will let you approach them and and they're super nice and i mean i was like hooked after that i was like i'm going back again
1: it looks rad the bikes the pictures of the bikes too that you have posted (laughs) yeah I was looking at them today. There, there's some like local serious dudes who yeah, are just like totally. Just, um the, Some of their bikes are so modified and so just racers. Yeah, you know. Yeah, <clears throat> they're serious. <clears throat> yeah, they they are man, they're,
0: and they are super pro. Like yeah. they're not messing around. You know, some guy. He was, he was doing me a favor and he was doing wheelies and stuff, and, and I was taking pictures of him. But I, I know that he got in trouble for that. But I, I thank him because he was, he was showing, showing off some skills for me. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, dude, thanks. And then you hear it on a PA oh, just please stop that, you know? <laughs> so I was like, oh, shit. No wheelies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, they're going so fast, unbelievably fast that um you know it's like i was my neck was hurting because i was trying to pan as they go by and there's just no way i can go that fast or my lens for that matter you know it was just so fast but uh it's a lot of fun
1: yeah they're definitely pushing 100 plus miles oh hour yeah easily i mean there's easy. enough space to get up to 100 easy and then anything after that is lightning fast yeah i mean super dangerous those guys are rad yeah then they have the. Have you ever been out for the Thursday night uh, motocross races? I haven't done that yet. I might. I might go out this Thursday if you wanted to go check it out. i might. been wanting to because we live really close too, so you can hear them starting. Yeah. It's just such a. It's It's so close that yeah. for ten bucks, it's totally worth going watching, guys. Yeah, go for sure, around. man. Like you said, they're they're pro, man.
0: They 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 take that stuff seriously, and, and you know, I appreciate that. You know, we yeah. went and saw the rally stuff too recently, and I was like, ah, oh, that's cool you know so it's not just bike racing at PIR it's it's more than that for so. <laughs> those of <ideas> you out there <laughs> for those cyclists that only probably listen to this because they know <laughs> us yeah. yeah go go see something else out there at PIR but uh, yeah it's it's cool I like it I was kind of not photographing for a little bit kind of got burnt out really you know and then I tried the, the music photography and, and stayed away from the bike racing a little bit but uh, the the music photography kind of like that's his own animal yeah you know <laughs> it's like portland's so cool there's so many awesome bands man and it's like it's it's uh the whole spectrum of music you know from acoustic you know black metal folk acoustic to uh you know spaz n- harsh noise it's and it's everything's great and everybody's awesome too you know everybody's super nice and and what's the best part is that you know you take their picture and they're like oh you're friends now you know <laughs> yeah. you take their picture and so you get invited to all kinds of parties and, and shows so I like that a lot so. what are
1: some of your favorite venues to go shoot at I mean I know you get the Foggy Notion because it's just in the hood yeah it's across the street practically Foggy Notion has got the coolest bands that go in there like yeah. such sleeper bands where I'll be walking by and be like I'll be walking my dog and be like you gotta be kidding me yeah. they're here like yeah, run home drop the dog off run back and oh, you're yeah. like, you get in there for like three bucks and see you know Gatheist or see it could be anybody in it there. could be
0: anybody I mean, it really could be anybody, and and it could be super good, and or it could be really bad, but in a kind of a good way uh-huh. too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's 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 hard not to go there because there's always really good bands, and and I and it's good photo ops there too because I can get super pretty close, close to the stage, practically in their faces. Yeah. Well, a lot of times in their faces, but yeah, it, it's cool. Uh, Foggy Notions, a a, a, a good one. I really like the East End, but you probably know about that one. That one burned down, so I don't think it's coming back. The East End was awesome. How about that place when we played there? We tore it up, man.
1: That place was awesome.
0: We tore it up. I mean, you got to look through some of the old pictures of that show, and,
1: you know... There's
0: people flying. There's people on the floor. There's beer flying all over the yeah, place. Yeah, it, it was the perfect it was storm. Why it was
1: like for how many people would come see us, and then <laughs> yeah. and then when we got going, it was ridiculous. Oh my god, people were faded to start. That was fun.
0: I yeah. mean, those were those early shows are are some of the most amazing times. I just, I just would stand up there and go. I Can't believe this, man. This is crazy.
1: It was ridiculous. I was always like, this is fucking ridiculous. (laughs) There's Zimke. Look at Zimke. He's just like front row. (laughs) Zimke's in town today, actually. He's been texting me. Yeah. This morning, I guess he's in for the Oregon Stampede. Oh. He came up. So Mm -hmm. I get a picture from the Mock Crest and he's drinking a Bloody Mary and it's like nine o'clock and I was like, "Uh oh. Uh. And then two o'clock, he's at the uh, Overlook. And uh, damn, he's just like all he texted was drunk, <laughs> <laughs> and, he's, and he showed his feet in the view of Portland. I was oh, like, God. Oh, he's back. That's awesome. Yeah, I miss that guy. He's, he's a good kid. good
0: kid. Yeah, I like him a lot. Yeah, he's getting married.
1: Good, for, yeah, yeah, I knew yeah. that.
0: Yeah, I think we're gonna go to his party. I think, oh, yeah, I'm going. I'm gonna, of
1: course, I'm gonna take pictures. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's see what happens. What are you doing with your pictures? I mean, are you just you still just posting them to? Yeah. Um, like you're, it's like your, it's not VMO. What's this? Where do you, Flickr, Flickr, Instagram, yeah. uh,
0: Tumblr. And, you know, when I shoot a band, I, I usually get on their Facebook and send them the link. And yeah. I was like, here's your, your set, do whatever the hell you want. With yeah. Them. So, and, uh, a, a band that I shot, uh, not too long ago. Uh, they uh, were featured in this zine for New Orleans, and uh, I guess they they used some of the photos. And she's like, I hope it's okay. I, I gave
1: them some of your photos. Is that cool? I was like,
0: totally, man. That's exactly why I give them to you, so right. that you can use them for whatever you want. Yeah, so. and
1: you're a huge asset as far as what people are getting into playing. You're taking pictures that they probably want themselves, you know? <laughs> but you can't do it. Yeah, you no. Know? You can't be, yeah, can't be <laughs> taking selfies up on stage. Uh-uh. You'd be uh, murdered.
0: Yeah. I <laughs> would never fly. Can you uh, imagine?
1: What if you had a capo
0: that was an iPhone holder? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well dude, I've seen the GoPros, you can put those things on the sure. end of your of your um guitar uh guitar stock and yeah, it's not cool. <laughs> Unless you're shooting a professional video,
1: I'll leave that at home. Leave at it at home. home. <laughs> Yeah. You just have your drone floating off the front of the stage right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Big old smile. Hi. Like a pinata. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, that's opened up a lot of avenues for me, the photography. Cause yeah. I've been able to get in, like, in the bike world, the motorcycle world, the, you know, the music, and whatever else I get into, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Where I haven't had success is I went to Mexico, in the, like, yeah, probably late October. And I was going to shoot photos of my folks and stuff and my family. I mean, I always do, but this, I was going down with a little bit of a different approach. Uh-huh. and uh, Maybe more like document family. More documentary yeah. style. Yeah. yeah, but they live in Mexico. And, uh, you know, it was, it was a little, I don't know, man. It was, it was something I didn't expect was to see how kind of fucked up things are down there. Uh-huh. And, uh. I always tell people how crazy my dad is and this crazy stuff he does, how he drives and stuff. People don't believe it, but I think as I was documenting him doing that stuff, I was realizing why he was doing that stuff because he was like doing evasive defensive <laughs> right driving. driving. You know, he was like, Let's get from point A to B as quickly as possible and, and how, whatever it takes to get there. And I think that's some, that was the mentality of everybody down there, you know? So I was like, okay, I see the, I see why there's the craziness. Cause everybody just wants to beat it, you know? So I was, I think it made me realize just how crazy things are down there. And, and, and at the same time, it kind of like was like, well, my little world is, is I feel a little sheltered sometimes, oh, you know, think? seeing that, you know. Yeah. And it's, like, it kind of, like, kind of, like, turned everything upside down for me for a little while, so I was, like, I had to, like, remember, it's okay, Jose, you can enjoy going to shows, and you can enjoy hanging out with friends and stuff. I got a little, like, within myself, sure. and, uh, but I think I'm I'm getting out of that show. <laughs> how long were you down there for? Uh, not long, but it was just... It was long enough that I was like, oh shit, you know, things are, things are different in other places. Fucking hell. (laughs) So it's kind of heavy. Yeah. And I came back a little bit like, you know, on edge, I guess. So I was, I was hiding out for a little while, but I'm, I'm breaking out of that. Always be learning, always be doing something new and exciting,
1: like, uh, like 21 year old FOMA the hell just turned 21 21 dude I, f- I feel like i've been drinking with him since he was 10 <laughs> yeah. you know what's awesome is every episode so far foam has come up oh really yeah <laughs> i can't wait he's gonna be on i think i'm gonna bring him on the 10th episode 10th episode 10th episode yeah. yeah so uh <laughs> i've done a couple more that i haven't got to edit yet so like yeah. we're building up you're like five or six okay and then for the 10th episode i want to throw like a, a party here yeah and have uh, the room sort of set up with four mics and have people coming in and out and everybody can hang out out there and then we'll just round robin and do yeah. like a tenth episode. <laughs> but but FOMO will be the main guest so it's going to be like FOMA's going to be the dude. I love the ocean.
0: You know, it's like, I used to be a scuba diver instructor. I don't know if you knew that.
1: No, let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about that.
0: Captain Jack. <laughs> yeah, I... Uh... When I was a messenger, I got hooked on free diving up in Seattle. A friend of mine got me hooked on, on free diving, and, and that's where you dive without any tanks or anything like that, and I was like, that's awesome, you know? And I, I just went for it, you know? I was like, I'm going to do this. And so I got my SCUBA certification, and within six months, I was a dive master, you know? Oh, I was, I went through all the courses up in Seattle so it was brutally cold man but I was like fuck it I love this and uh I think I was in the middle of helping a dive instructor teach a class at a pool and I got a call from this uh shop in Maui and they are like we'd like to offer you a job as a dive in, uh dive master and then you know you can become an instructor and make more money and I was like where? You know, where I sign up for this. It's in it's on Maui. And I was like, Oh yeah, I'm going, oh, man. Yeah. So and it it uh within four months I was in Maui. Uh but this was like the beginnings of the internet, so it was uh You know email communication was not as refined or sophisticated as it is now so i was kind of led to believe that i would have this job and i would be making you know this amount of money and promises were made and i I sold everything and i told sharon i'm like i'm going let's go we're going and so packed up got a one-way ticket to maui you know and i was like on maui i go to the shop and i was like i'm here man that's when do i start and they're like who who are you <laughs> and i was like what you know i yeah. was like i got all these emails you I know show you i see i printed them all and the, the lady was just like oh yeah we do that all the time and i was like no you don't understand i was like i sold everything and i left a cool house in, in seattle and my girlfriend's going to be moving here in two weeks It's like, I need this, you know And it just fell apart quick And uh, they put me to work right away And they were like, let's see what you got And, you know, I had only been diving in cold water And granted, I had a lot of experience But it was like, this was brand new to me I'd never dove in Hawaii I'd never done, dove without like an 8 millimeter wetsuit you know, and they sent me right away with two tourists from Ohio poor <laughs> <Four, laughs> people they were like okay take them to this beach and show them a good time and I was like I've never been here you know it says well use your diving navigation skills and I was like alright I've never been to that beach I didn't know where the entry was I didn't right. know anything and they trusted me with these two poor tourists and I was like I'm gonna find out as I go along you know and so I I tried to I I tried to do the best I could. I I showed them a few reefs and uh, you know saw some some fish and stuff, but it was it was sucked. It sucked. <laughs> you think it, they knew or were they? Ah, uh, like they at- must have known. I mean, they. I was like st- stuck to my compass and my computer, and I was just like, I don't want to go off too far because I don't know what the currents are around right. here. I don't know any uh, the the. You know, wildlife. I don't know if we're going to run into tiger sharks. Yeah, you don't know. I was clueless, man. So I, I took them out for a little tour and brought them back in, and and they were exhausted because I made them hike forever with like <laughs> full tanks and shit, and it was hot. And so, you know, sounds and, like an amazing job. Oh, God, it was terrible. It was terrible. And then, you know, I still had another three hours of cleanup you know you gotta go back store all your gear make sure it's all desalted and and then you know get ready for the next day yep and it was all tips so i didn't wasn't making any money so it was all tips and since i was doing really horribly nobody was tipping me i was like this is gonna suck dude so i had my budget was like two bucks a day and so there was a burger king like in town of course and so I was like okay I can buy one cheeseburger a day and then I can live off the mangoes that are all over the place and that's what I did man (laughs) (laughs) until I I ran out of money and then I couldn't stay at the uh, I had like a little room I was uh, staying at some people's house and they were charging like 30 bucks a night and I just like I can't do that for very much longer so just gonna have to sleep on the beach man <laughs> and so that didn't last too long i was calling sharon and i was like don't don't move don't stay where you are abort, man. yeah because i'm probably gonna have to head back and it was just terrible it was terrible but at the same time you know it was cool at the same yeah, time because it was like resourcefulness to get it,
1: you through all that shit <laughs> yeah
0: yeah I, I, there was this uh this guy that was really friendly to me you know this older guy I was, back then, I was like super tan, and you know, I was just like diving all the time. So I was, I was a messenger too. So I was, I was pretty in shape, I guess. And this dude's like, "Hey, you want to come over to my house? I'll make you some dinner and stuff." And I was like, "Ah, oh, okay, cool." So I go over to his house, and and you know, he's drinking and stuff, and and um, he's like, "You can stay in my little guest room downstairs." And I was like, "Okay, sweet." That sounds cool, you know. Thank you for your, your hospitality for your for your Hawaiian hospitality. Aloha. I know, and and it was like this little little room, and there was no windows because it's so hot. It was just like it just had like um, oh gosh, like a mesh thing, yeah, like was, this
1: mosquito net. Style. Yeah,
0: that was all it had. There was no windows, and there's no really no locks, and. Uh, so I'm like I'm sleeping, and then all of a sudden I hear tap, 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 and I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Hey, let me in." And the dude is totally trying to get at me. <laughs> he, was like, <laughs> he was like, "Who is it?" He was like, "Let me in," and I was like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> go away." He was like, "But I made you dinner. You owe me." And I was like, "No, man, that's not cool." So not I deal? like, I had to bail. I had to bail. You just
1: like pulled out right there. I was
0: like, I'm out, I'm out, I'm going back you to my beach. He pulled out was the wrong phrase. Yeah, like I didn't pull out. <laughs> Although I think he did. You just was like, get out, get out of here. <laughs> I'm bailing. And uh, yeah, he finally gave up because I was. He was like, tap 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 tap. I was
1: like, let me in. Yeah, why can't people just be nice without having to get some?
0: I know, right? I was like, I was, I was, I was heartbroken. Right. I was like, I, I finally met somebody cool. Love to play music with you again, man. Oh my
1: god, I love playing music with you.
0: Even just like, I can picture right now. I'd be reclining right here with my little amp, and you're over there busting out the jams, and it's all good.
1: What if we brought Ultra Goat back for the tenth episode of that <laughs> Oh my
0: god, can you imagine the reunion? We could play it there.
1: <laughs> oh man, that'd be sweet. <laughs> the original Ultra Goat. Oh my god. <laughs> We can fill the whole parking lot downstairs, underneath the bridge, with like bike fools. Every bike, oh. everybody would come. Yeah, that show at the Kenton Club, our first show. Unbelievable! I feel like I retired our first show. So like, yeah. we played and we're like, well, we're gonna be in this band and we're just gonna be. Mm-hmm. What are we gonna call it? Ultra Goat. Yeah. What? You know, yeah. Let's call it Ultra Goat. You know, yeah. we get like. We had nine songs all ready to go. We worked really hard before we played that show. Yeah, we did. You know, we yeah. had no like live experience, but we <laughs> were able to pull it off, and we were ready. Yeah. <laughs> but all the people that Kenton Club has—I've never seen it with that many people. Yeah, that was that was impressive. Yeah, I mean,
0: I I was I still think about that, and I was like, that was a topper. That was
1: that was. I don't think it's ever been that good. (laughs) Uh -uh. I was so jazzed. You were asleep like two minutes before we were going on. You were like, I'm fucking so, I'm going to sleep in the van." And when I went in there to start the groove before you guys came in, like when I had to like sneak through the crowd and go, excuse me, excuse me, and like sit up on the drums. Yeah. I just remember like, like I sort of stood and looked at the stage and being like, I went from being an observer of, like, a band to being, like, I have to go sit behind that kit and, like, <laughs> and like get this group started because those guys are coming out. Yeah. And taking that, like, it's like in the uh, in the movies when you, like, that, like, point of view shot where you take that first step, like, the toe hits the stage and, like, you step up, you know? Yeah. I was like, here we go. Like, this is going to be crazy. And yeah. sitting down turning around and seeing, like, DJ Sleeping Bag was there. Like, all the whole crew, like, everybody was there. Yeah. They were all front row, like, Fuck yeah! <laughs> like right off the bat, I was like, "Those guys better get in here quick because this is fucking scary." Yeah, and it went great. It was like a flash, and it was over. It was it was over so quick. Yeah, I just remember. It was really special. How amped up I felt?
0: So amped up I was like, and I think you even said it's it's gonna be fast because we're gonna be like super like. Charged up about this, you know, and and it was fast.
1: It was fast. I was like at like 120 beats per minute the whole time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man,
0: that was crazy. Uh Huh? Dave was so he was sweating so much. I remember he like sweat through those Carhartt uh, knickers that he always liked (laughs) to wear. It's like, Uh oh dude, gotta get something a little bit more breathable
1: totally <laughs> just wear a diaper yeah or nothing
0: wait didn't he take off his pants yeah he pulled totally. his pants down at one point <laughs> or I think
1: somebody came up I thought John Howell came up and like pulled his pants down probably probably that sounds right at Kelly's Olympian was that where we were at we played <sighs> Kelly's downtown like down by the uh, Shanghai yeah bar yeah my favorite was the East End like those those are really cool basement shows yeah
0: the East End was besides the first gig, the East End show was Yeah. Awesome.
1: Yeah, that was a great run. That was awesome.
0: Yeah, that was that was a really fun show. It was just the crowd was so I mean, they followed along with the craziness of the of the stage antics and I mean they just took it to a new level and I mean it was just so much
1: fun, so though, fun. to be part of. It was, it was cool. Yeah, it'd really be cool to get back to there in some sort of function or fashion, you yeah. know? I What's miss that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to get in here for a couple practice sessions and then do a 10th anniversary Ultra Goat original reunion. <laughs> you should tell Dave, man. I wonder if he'd be into it. I'm he sure probably he would. would. Yeah. We'll get yeah. him on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He, he's, has, he's got some stories. Yeah, we could talk about gloves and Velcro. <laughs>
0: yeah. and bikes and chicks on bikes chicks on bikes i saw and the pictures olympia
1: you, i saw the pictures that you took for the team olympia yeah that was
0: kind of yeah. like uh hey you want to do this and i was like let's do it where do we go and then he's like underneath the 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 bridge and i was like let's do it yeah cathedral park in yeah. st johns mm-hmm. so pretty there yeah it's really it's really picturesque and I was like, you know, it's not hard photographing that team. It's There's a lot of lookers on that team. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not going to have to work very hard, you know. <laughs> so, and, and they are, you know, it's it's cool that their personalities are, are such that, you know, they, they let me direct them in a certain way. And, and they were totally up for it. And it was a lot of fun. And I think we're going to do another shoot with more people. Uh, in June, so,
1: at PIR, so, we'll That's see, awesome. yeah. yeah, I'm really stoked for those guys to have that, that sort of ironclad change to, yeah, Olympia. Yeah. yeah, it's good, and
0: I think it's, I think it's perfect, you know, Olympia Beer, sponsoring them, and, and, uh, I don't know, I think it's a, it's a good match,
1: and it's still keeping, like, cycling true in Portland, you know, yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. They're pro, but not too
0: pro. You right. Know, they're not so stuck on their Strava's that they're not gonna be having a beer after the after a ride or whatever. Yeah. You know,
1: kind of like uh, your old team, the the uh, JBA. You know. Yeah, we didn't have sort of, we didn't have a leader like Dave who was gonna be you know sort of directing and mm-hmm. had the experience that was like we're gonna stick with racing and get into racing. Yeah. JVA was a little bit about sort of like taking the piss out of everything else. And like, I feel like Ironclad and Olympia now, like how Ironclad's like sort of transitioned into a different sort of spirit. Yeah. Those guys were always sort of untouchable because they were cool and like they weren't doing the like. They're at all those riders are at the Oregon Outback. They're at the Stampede. They're at like the Dow 60. They're doing all those other rides too that are yeah. not like racing and. Plus, they're out till three in the morning, like coming to watch us play music. Yeah, you know. So, yeah. I think JVA was uh, a bunch of super talented, fast riders in Portland that just sort of had the comedy shtick of <laughs> uh, of cycling and and got that down, and sort of taking yeah. that Jens Voigt's army sort of idea to that was. a I mean, that's the episode I'm going to have coming up pretty soon. Is uh, Dylan and Jason and Cody, the, oh, cool. the four guys that when we all sort of collectively made that happen, I mean, that thing went global. Like yeah. people knew it all over the world and we were on the BBC, like during the tour, you're <laughs> we like, what? And that just, was
0: pretty, it was pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. And it's funny to see what you can do with the right kind of collective energy and like, yeah, you know, positive flow. And we were just having fun. We were being ourselves, you know, mm-hmm. which is huge. Yeah. You know, no, it was, uh, and I hang out with some funny motherfuckers. Yeah. And,
0: Creative, funny, and talented, you know? I, I thought it, had, it was the whole package, I thought. And, I mean, JVA, Yen's Void Army, can't beat that. Listen to me, it's so hard. It's really, I mean, I know. <laughs> I was there, man, I lived it. Uh, no, <laughs> no, no, I didn't. When I, just, I was scuba diving in Hawaii, I was like, I can't go. I forever. can't do this forever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be eaten by a shark. I had a really close encounter with a shark once. Tell like me about super it super close. Tell me about that shit. I was uh I was on a ship, on a boat, and the Three captain tour. sort of the captain would um, you know, he he had a GPS and he'd say, "Okay, we're right above a wreck." So, I would go to the end of the of the boat. And I would tuck the anchor under my arm. And then he'd be like, get ready to jump. And then he'd be like, dive, dive, dive. And then I would jump in and just like free fall to the bottom. Because I knew that wreck was right beneath us. And if there was any current, i just make myself as heavy as possible. So i just like free dive all the way down. And I would have that anchor tucked underneath. And sure enough, you know, at about 50 feet, you start to see it you start to see the shadow of, of the wreck and, and I was like okay I'm on track so I get down there I tied off the the, the anchor to the ship, to the to the boat up, up above and then everybody starts coming down that line to get to the wreck and he's like well while you're down there just explore man you know just take about a half hour and explore you're down at 90 feet you know you can be down there for a little bit and I was like okay cool and so I get down there and I'm like, you know, going around the, the rack and visibility was pretty good, but not, it was a little murky, but I was like, I saw a huge rope. It was, man, it was big. And I was like, well, what's this go to? So I start following this rope and it's going further and further away from that wreck. And, you know, I'm like monitoring my, my air and, and, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm like calculating, okay, if I'm down here, I could make a, a few stops, like at 35 feet, and then 15 feet, i got to make another stop for a few minutes to decompress. And so I was like, okay, it, it's, I couldn't see where this rope was going. So I was like, I'm going to turn around. Was, and I, as I turned around, I swear to you, man, that there was a big bull shark right behind me. Like from I don't know, he's probably about ten feet away from me. And I was like, Oh shit, you know this big massive shark. He was probably nine feet long, but just if you've ever seen a, a bull shark, they're just oh yeah massive. Their bodies are huge. He's probably bigger than that. But I mean I, I turned around and I was like, Oh shit and he's like right right there and i was like i gotta go back that way where he's at you know and i had this this little five inch dive knife and i was like this ain't gonna do shit but anyway i took it out and i was like i had it next to my face like this and i was like i I gotta go that way shark you know you're in my way and so i started swimming towards him and luckily he he kind of like diverted his his path and so now i'm like I'm like, oh fuck! There's a big ass shark, and I'm like sticking as close to the ground as I can because that's how they get you—is they come up from underneath you. So I'm like, I'm grabbing that rope, and I'm like, I'm like trying not to lose my cool because I don't want to breathe too fast because I'll suck that air. Yeah, now you're losing
1: your time of decompression.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm thinking I still have to make some stops, you know, and float there for a while before I can surface, and so. I get to the wreck and I'm like I see all these recreational divers and I'm like Bee! you know I make this the international sign a big-ass shark and, and they like get it and they're like they go right up and I'm of course now I had to untie the boat and be the last one up so I'm like I, t- I take the anchor off and 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 uh, you know I send up my flag letting the captain know that I'm coming up and I'm sure by then all the people were saying, "There's a big shark down there," you know. Jose's down there, and uh, so I'm I'm by myself, and and I'm going up that line. And like I said, it was a little murky, so I, the visibility was really bad. So I'm, at 35 feet, I'm just like hanging there for for 10 minutes, and I'm just like tucking my feet in close, trying not to like because the sharks when they attack, they come up from the bottom and they just hit yeah. yeah they hit you yeah. And so I was like, for like the next 20 minutes, I was just like freaking out, like hanging out in, in, in space and just waiting for a shark attack. And and I was able to get out of there, but man, that, that was, that was spooky. I was, I was a little, I was excited about it, but then again, I was like, it could have gone terribly wrong. He could have came after you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But that was fun. That was a fun one.
1: But uh yeah, they don't get closer than that. I'm so glad I know about this um this diving Jose that I never <laughs> knew about. We never talked about this shit before. Yeah. It doesn't come up very often. Sounds fun to get back to. Yeah. yeah. Are you thinking you'll ever get back into scuba diving or um I was thinking about getting
0: back into just free diving, you know, because I, you get a lot closer to to stuff when you're not blowing bubbles, you know. And and I was pretty good at it before. I was I was hanging out with a lot of pros down in South Florida, so it's like I got some good techniques back then and stuff. But uh, yeah, I love the water. You know, it's like it's hard here because you're you're not gonna go you know out here and dive. Yeah, but, you can't uh, see shit in the wellam. Yeah, you probably don't want to see anything down there anyway. But uh, yeah, hamsters. <laughs> yeah, lots of discarded track bikes. <laughs> totally, <laughs> a lot of uh, hams, cans.
1: Right, bunch of trusty switchblade like kits <laughs> floating yeah. around.
0: Yeah, you don't have, you don't know, you don't know. It's crazy, but yeah, that was fun. It was That's a fun all cool. time.
1: Well, Jose, I want to thank you so much for coming on the Puck Fortland podcast. Is that it? Are we done?
0: that went so fast
1: we're well, gonna get you on here again okay it's a date it's totally a date <laughs> well, you're, you're on your mandatory 10th episode just so you know
0: alright and maybe Ultra Goat Reunion holy
1: shit well, oh. I might, I'll cut that I'll bleep that out <laughs> just in case it doesn't happen Dave might be busy know. Dave, Dave will do it it'll be so fun we're gonna have to practice yeah definitely well cool thanks for coming on man
0: thank you man really enjoyed it and, and I miss you
1: I miss you too bro <laughs> alright peace Ha, 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 ha.